0: Leadership is not about titles, positions, or flowcharts. It is about one life influencing another, unknown. How do you lead your team? How does your leadership team lead others? How do you ensure you and your team have one common vision? My guest today is here to talk all about it. You have the power to be the boss of your own life. I'm your host, Monica Allen. I'm a wife, mom, entrepreneur, best-selling author, lifelong learner, and your biz bestie. I have a love and passion for all things small business. Growing my own company from $700 to over seven figures annually, my goal is to bring you inspiration, business-focused topics and tips, encouragement, and a community that helps you launch, grow, and scale your business, whether you are a dreamer, a side hustler, or a seasoned entrepreneur. You are listening to the Become Your Own Boss Podcast. This episode is being brought to you by the Become Your Own Boss Planner. Earlier this year, someone asked me how I managed to get so many things done with my businesses, my family, previously serving on a charter school board, starting a podcast, and my personal desires. Truly The Become Your Own Boss Planner helps me accomplish the goals I desire and live the life I want because it ensures that I focus on the areas of life that are important to me. This is the time of year when many of us are picking out that planner, that planner that's just right for us. If you want a planner that allows you to focus on gratitude, inspiration, goal setting, actual goal getting, time blocking, an effective to-do list, and so much more, this is the planner for you. You can get your own planner at becomeyourownbossplanner.com. That's becomeyourownbossplanner.com. You can also see the link in the show notes. On today's episode, I'm speaking with a woman who helps owners and leadership teams get what they want out of their companies. My guest last week, Elizabeth Garvish, mentioned EOS, Well, today, my guest, who is an EOS implementer, will explain to us what EOS means and what she does as an implementer of this system. Linda Martin, who I'm speaking with today, gets leaders to a shared vision with consistent traction as a healthy, cohesive team. Her clients have experienced 43% growth over the past two years. Check out my chat with Linda linda thank you for joining me on the podcast today i'm so excited to have you here monica i am i've
1: been looking forward to this all week
0: yay i'm so glad And one of the reasons I'm so thrilled to talk to you is because I know you get the pleasure and opportunity of working with so many entrepreneurs. Why don't you start off by just telling us a little bit more about your business?
1: Oh, I'd love to. So I help leadership teams of companies with 10 to 250 people that are privately held, fast growing, having some growing pains, and I help their leadership teams get together on three things, really vision, traction, healthy. So vision, where are you going? How are you going to get there? And does anybody else understand what's in your head, which is something I see often. And then traction is how to build discipline and accountability into the team. And finally, healthy is get on the same page, be open and honest. When the leadership team gets there, then you can get the whole organization there. That's what I do with teams. It's a system of simple practical tools. It's called the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS for short.
0: It sounds very challenging when it comes to getting a lot of leaders on the same page. Talk to me a little bit more about that. What do you find to be your biggest challenge in dealing with that, but also what are some of their biggest challenges?
1: Leaders in entrepreneurial organizations tend to have minds of their own. Being married to one and being one yourself, you probably have learned that, seen that. And they do have, tend to have a lot of ideas and want to go a lot of different directions. That is a challenge for any growing business. Plus, there are so many opportunities and so many things that look enticing. It's not so much that it's hard for what I do, it's hard. For the team themselves, this system was designed, it's, it's based, it's explained thoroughly in the book called traction Mm -hmm. and Gino Wickman wrote that book and Gino developed this with other members of EO in Detroit. And it really practically answers some of these questions. We have eight simple questions. We ask the leadership team, and then we get them on the same page. For me, it does help that I spent 15 years in the clergy. I oh, find wow. I use I use those
0: skills all the time in a very subtle way. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that about you, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of those skills that you use in that, in your um, business? You know,
1: this also goes back to, I'm a big fan of StrengthsFinder. Mm-hmm. And I worked with the StrengthsFinder's coach to understand how I can best facilitate. That's really what I'm doing. I'm facilitating. Sometimes I'm coaching. Sometimes I'm head slapping. You know, that's just, <laughs> that goes with the territory, but it has to do with connecting. It has to do with listening and gathering information with helping people figure out what works for them.
0: Okay. And being comfortable with silence. mm. That's good. You bring that up. I read a book recently called Ask for More. And one of the things that she talked about in that book is land your plane. So ask a question and land your plane. Don't keep talking. And that (laughs) was amazing to me. I'm like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And another great acronym is WAIT, which is why am I talking?
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, thank you for sharing that one. I think definitely as leaders we can all learn from that for sure. As an entrepreneur myself, I know that I have a I have probably an idea every day of something. How do you get those leaders to rein that in and not be all over the place? The whole
1: system is designed for that because most vision, we call you a visionary. We Mm -hmm. say visionaries have 20 ideas on a regular basis, and one of them might be really, really good. Mm -hmm. And it does drive their teams crazy. Part of how we rein it in is the eight questions, what we call the vision traction organizer includes, what are your long-term goals? Where do you want to be in 10 years? What business are you really in? Not what 10 businesses do you think you might want to be in, but what business are you in? Let's get that one rolling well, and then let's talk about what's next. We also have little tricks that we've used. Like one visionary, his team gave him this journal and said, write all your ideas down in this journal. And then once a quarter, you can bring three of them to us. But in order to bring them to us, you have to fill out that vision traction organizer for the new idea. Oh, wow. Okay. And so that way he didn't lose anything. He had them all recorded and then they would pick. And between quarters, between these quarterly meetings where they were doing that, they were focused on what they had agreed to be focused on. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, that seems fair. It's like he gets all his ideas down but then you're only working on the ones that are truly going to move the needle forward. Right. So that makes sense.
1: And I think another thing that's important is to have the assistance you need. You know, one of the questions that always comes up is what do you see people doing that they could do better? Okay. And asking for help. This I wish I had done this earlier on. Ask for help. If you're a visionary, and you're throwing out great ideas all the time, or at least some of the time, get people around you who can work with you. And this system really helps design that team for you. Their strengths are different than your strengths. Entrepreneurs tend to hire in their own image, and that Mm. is not a good idea.
0: Yeah, it's not very true. It's interesting because Ethan and I, we've We've been a part of EOS for a couple of years and we both found that we are both visionaries, which is one of our biggest issues because we don't have an integrator and we're working on it. And we've hired someone that we think will will move into that role really well once they know all the the parts. But yeah, we both are visionaries and we've done okay for 20 years. But I sometimes think, How could we have done even better had Mm -hmm. we recognized that years ago? That's a question to ask yourself who's listening. Are you a visionary or are you an integrator? Because sometimes people start businesses and they're actually an integrator more so than they're a visionary. You have to kind of figure out which one you are. And have you all read Rocket Fuel? It sounds familiar, but I don't know if I've read that one, but I'm going to write it down.
1: Rocket Fuel is specifically addressed to visionaries and integrators there's an assessment in there that you can see how the puzzle pieces fit together and there is also online rocketfueluniversity.com
0: okay all right I will definitely definitely check that out Belinda another question for you are there common issues that you see facing entrepreneurs right now
1: Right now, everyone is having to adjust to a new world. It's actually a great time to be a visionary because relying on how it used to be done is not going to work. There's a lot of stress and uncertainty that people are facing and old answers aren't working. Then there are, of course, the specific issues of supply chain. And right people, right seats. It's like, can I just have people who will breathe and show up, (laughs) you know? Yes. Uh, How do we retain good people? If you've been doing EOS for a few years, I'm noticing with the clients that I've had for a few years, they are doing better at retaining people. One of the hardest things for entrepreneurs to do is set clear expectations and being able To clearly articulate these are our core values. This is where we're headed long term. This is the business we're in. This is where we want to be this year. This is what we need to get done this quarter. This is what the five things that you are accountable for in your role are. Those set very clear expectations. And really, most people want to live up to your expectations.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. At least for those who actually want to work, I think that's well, true. And you don't want those others in your company anyway. So exactly, exactly. And it, it
1: sets it sets up a culture where people who want to work and want to be accountable and want to move the needle can thrive, and they're not going to go somewhere else because they risk not finding that kind of culture
0: there. Gotcha. You mentioned a word that's really important to me. And honestly, before we joined Entrepreneurs Organization, I had never even heard of it our core values. I mean, we've had them now established in our business for a number of years, but how important are core values? You're speaking to kind of early stage entrepreneurs here. How important are core values? Essential. Core values are essential. If you
1: can't articulate who you are, you will hire the wrong people. You will get dazzled by a resume. If they don't hold your core values, I don't care how good they are at doing what you do. They are eating your culture from within. Mm. And core values, core values have gotten a bad rap because sometimes they just turn into pretty words on a wall when you walk in we have a discovery process that we like to go through where we're really digging into, well, what are yours and Ethan's actual core values? What are the core values of the company that you're building? Who are the people that if you had a hundred of them, you could rule the world Mm. and identifying what those characteristics are and then netting them down to three to five. These are the rules of the road. And you know you've hit it when, first of all, it makes your heart sing every time you look at it. No, don't don't have 20. Mm -hmm. Don't make them long and complicated. Make them really simple. Give first is one of ours. It's simple. It's very Mm -hmm. simple. Do the right thing is another one of ours. And when you have those core values, then in your interview process, you want to scare people away with it. I like that. You want to scare people away with it. And you want to see their eyes light up like, wow, there's really a company that thinks like I do? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to see. Then core values get woven into the fabric of your whole organization. It makes your job as leaders so much easier.
0: Yeah. I agree. I will say one of our main, well, we have five, six, we kind of added one, but one of them is promises. And that one to me has so many layers because not only do we make certain promises to our customers and clients, but as a team, we make promises to each other. And it's, we keep promises. Like the sun rises each day. You know, we are there for our clients, customers and team members. And that's really important to us. When it comes down to it, A team member can make decisions when they know they're going to keep a promise to another team member or to a client or customer. It's been really great. That's been one of our really great ones. I feel like it's such a foundation for our business.
1: That is a perfect example of how core values alive in the organization, enliven the
0: organization. Mm, I like that. I like that. What do you find right now? I know we kind of talked about supply chain, people. What would you say is like the biggest challenge that the entrepreneurs you're working with are facing right now?
1: I think it has to be people. It just has to be people. People who are at entry level are expensive and want more than they ever have or than they have in a long time. Mm-hmm. Middle level people who know your business well enough and know you well enough to be able to take some load off your shoulders are challenging to develop and hold on to. And there is a temptation among mid-level people and owners and just anybody in leadership to just jump in and and do it themselves. I can do it faster. I don't have time to train them. They just started. And that is creating enormous levels of stress. Yes.
0: I've been there. Sometimes go back and forth to that because sometimes you do feel like it's just easier to do it yourself, but that's not making, that's not moving you forward. It's actually moving you backward. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm hoping at some point this people thing is going to balance out. Because at some point, I feel like there are going to be people who definitely you know, went the entrepreneurial route, and they may find that that's not for them. So they're like, I'm going to go back into my job or corporate or whatever. And of course, some people are going to do great, and they're going to thrive, and it's going to be wonderful. Create more businesses. How do you feel like things are going to balance out at the end of the day?
1: I have a I have a magic wand that I keep. But yeah, it's even it's even disappeared. So usually it's just broken. <laughs> <laughs> I do think there is some reality to an adjustment in how we think about our workforce. And to some extent what we're seeing here is a correction, is a supply correction. People in I used to be in the restaurant business and people in the restaurant business have said in surveys and interviews, I suddenly woke up and realized that I had no security. I was working for very low pay, and it was a very long hours and often abusive. Hmm. Why would I do that again? And I think there was a lot of that. It's not so much that everybody resigned as that they went, wait a minute, this is my life we're talking about. And as employers, it's on us to figure out how to help our employees, or at least not to hinder our employees from living a good life. Right. Totally agree. We talk about the EOS life. And honestly, selfishly, we started this out as for us. And then we went, well, really, this is for our owners that we work with. Oh, and everybody on the leadership team. And Really, it needs to be for everyone in the whole company that they are doing work they love because then they're going to be more effective and innovative. They're doing it with people they love and respect because that just gets rid of a whole lot of time-consuming, heart-wrenching issues. Yes. They are having a significant impact. It doesn't mean they're ending world hunger, but they are impacting their customers they're impacting the people around them and they can feel that it's rewarding as human beings. Number four, they're being properly remunerated, which means they're being paid a living wage. And we're going to have to figure out how to be profitable and pay people living wages. I don't want to sound too kind of outrageous here, but really, that in the 50s and 60s, when things were a lot more stable, that's what was happening. Mm. And then finally, everyone has time and energy for other passions. Yeah.
0: I like that, Linda. I like that a lot, those five. I'm going to have to pull that out of this episode and and just kind of re reiterate those because even as an entrepreneur, I learned some things back in 2020 about myself and about how I wanted to live my life as well. And I don't want to work 24 seven, which is what I feel like I was doing. Yeah. And really creating anxiety and stress and not really giving, you know, a lot of time to the kids. I mean, definitely they were with me. They would come to the office with us, and but it wasn't that same quality time that you really want to have with your family. And I think 2020 really woke me up, even as an entrepreneur, to that. It makes me look at my team differently. It makes me look at my life differently. And how do we, how do we truly live fulfilled lives? At work and at play, because I want my team members to enjoy what they do. I tell them, even when in interviews with people, I'll say, we don't want you to be miserable. If you're coming to work and you get up and you have a sense of dread on your heart, you are not in the right place. And truth be told, it's doing us both a favor if that relationship comes to an end. It doesn't have to be a bad ending it just can come to an end, Mm -hmm. you know, but you shouldn't be miserable. That's so true. And those five things
1: I came, I quoted to you are from the EOS life. So there's actually
0: a book now called the EOS life. Love it. You've given us like two books we can pick up. (laughs) It's great. Well, Linda, is there anything else you'd like to share with us about your business? Tell matter of fact, let's back up a little bit. Tell me a little bit. How has your journey been since 2020 for your business?
1: I had my best year ever in 2019 and was set up for an even better year in 2020. I also in 2019 broke my leg. Oh, wow. And my husband had weirdly leg issues the same week. It was crazy. And ended the year with throat cancer. Oh, wow. The treatments were over, you'll love this, in February of 2020. And we're like, yes, we're ready to go back out into the world. Except then the world wasn't there. Right. And I didn't have the stamina and strength to pivot largely And there were clients that would have done fine in our normal rhythm, but with the disruption, I would have had to really come up with a whole lot of other stuff to help them stay in the system. And, you know, those clients that you have to fight for to keep them. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have it. Didn't have the energy to do it. And I just, I looked at what, other people where other of my colleagues were doing, where they were just doing all these online seminars and they were out there and they were, I just didn't have it. I had to come to grips with that limitation and watch my business cut, I think by 30%. The great news, Monica, was that I decided I had always wanted to take a sabbatical. And even though I wasn't going to completely shut down the whole world was on sabbatical, and of course, at that time we thought it would be for a few weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought I'm going to take a sabbatical. I'm going to stop pushing. I'm just going to let the silt settle, as Lao Tzu would say, and see where I am. I'm in my 60s. Do I want to retire? Do I want to do something different? This is a good time to ask that question. Mm-hmm. And what I found was. I found myself in a whole new way. I found a new level of confidence. I found I did work with a strengths coach. Mm -hmm. I dug into my EOS tools and I came out going, I love this and I am going to dent the world with this and I am going to help companies grow. I'm going to watch people's shoulders drop an inch because I'm working with them. Yeah. You know, that letting go thing. And, and I want, you know, EO is doing some work with the United Nations strategic development growth initiative. I think I've got that right for 2030. And I love, I have a forest right across the street from my house. It's an old growth forest inside the city. And nice. I want to work on nature in the city. And work with my native plant garden, and that's kind of my passions. But I want to work with people who want to make the world a better place. EO is mm. a great place for that, you know. Yeah. And that excites me. Now I have this vision of Sister Jean. Do you know who Sister Jean is? I don't. But you'll remember her when I talk about her. She was in the news for about a, during the basketball cycle. Because she is the chaplain for Loyola University in Chicago. And she's in her 90s. And she sits by the, she sits by courtside every game and she's their chaplain. And I was like, I could do that. I could be the chaplain for the entrepreneurial community in Atlanta, not like in a religious way, but in a, I could be a wisdom person by the time I'm ninety and that just sounds really fun and exciting and so i got a whole new second wind and that was
0: the joy of my covid journey very good very nice that's good to hear linda glad you got my that business, second wind
1: and my business has doubled
0: yay <laughs> so congratulations right yeah. yes you have that is fantastic i love hearing that and i'm so so proud of you Tell people how they can get in touch with you if they would like to learn more about EOS or the services you provide. I would love to hear from
1: people who are using EOS and have questions and just want a touch up or who want to know more. And I would love to spend 20 minutes on the phone. That's the best way for us to talk. And then it feels like a good thing. I'll give them 90 minutes of my time. They're your listeners. I'll give them 90 minutes. I'll meet with them and their leadership team, and we'll see if EOS works for them. I'll give them a workshop on it, and they can figure that out. If someone wants to reach me, they can call or write. I have a website at eosworldwide.com slash Linda martin It's spelled with a Y, though. And and I have an email at lynda.martin at
0: eosworldwide.com.
1: Or be old-fashioned, call me.
0: I love it. And I'll make sure I link to all of Linda's contact information in the show notes. Linda, thank you so much for joining me today and just all of your insight and all of your business knowledge. It is truly appreciated. Well, Monica, it's always fun to talk
1: to you. I really enjoyed our conversations when we were in Kenya, can you believe it? I know. And I would love to help anybody with a question they have. So it doesn't have to be about I'm going to I'm going to hire you. Gotcha.
0: Linda's a great person to talk to about business, everybody. So be sure to tap into her. And thank you again, Linda, for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Monica. It was great. Linda, thank you so much for sharing with the Become Your Own Boss podcast family. I am so grateful for you for being here and sharing your knowledge If you would like to get in touch with Linda, please see the show notes for all of her contact info. You know, one thing that I don't feel like we have been very good at over the past few years is scaring people away with our core values. This was probably by far one of my biggest takeaways from Linda because I really want team members who are not only living the core values when they are part of the company, but it would be great if they already embodied them before becoming a part of our team. So that is something that I've got to give more thought to as we move forward in our business and begin hiring again. I've got to think about how can we kind of scare them away if our core values is too heavy or too much for them. So I really appreciate that takeaway, Linda. Another takeaway that I received from Linda was around the EOS life. And Ethan and I were part of EOS for a couple of years. And though I do recall us talking about this in our leadership meetings, Linda helped me see it from the perspective of team members. And I absolutely love seeing it from a different angle. But the five points that she made were, you know, work you love, doing work that you love with people who you love or at least enjoy, having a significant impact in your work and how that makes you feel That doesn't mean changing the world, but changing perhaps your industry or something in your world and then being properly compensated. And lastly, having time and energy. And lastly, having time and energy for other passions. This was so great for me. And it's making me begin to think a little bit differently from a team member perspective around these things, just making sure our team have these five elements in their life. And Linda, I just want to thank you again for being a part of the show. And I want to thank you all out there for listening, for joining me today. Take a moment to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and to subscribe to the YouTube channel. They are all at the handle Become Your Own Boss podcast. I find Instagram to be the best way to connect with me. You can DM me with your questions or thoughts on the podcast. You can also email me. My email is really simple. It's monica at monicaallen.com. And on Instagram, I love to share business tips and inspiration. Also, if you could take a moment, I know I say this at the end of every episode, but if you could take a moment to leave a review for the podcast, it really does help the show grow and reach more people. Thanks again. And just remember, now is the time. Now is the time for you to level up, leave a legacy and become your own boss.